hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Under the Brolly. It's been oh, 84 years. Oh my god, I've missed it, Mia. I know, we've been edging the, the listeners for longer than usual, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Things have just been a little hectic. Literally, our schedules been all over the place. Like, we've either been busy or, like, our, our schedules have just... We have not had a moment to fart, never mind record and edit a podcast, but we're here. And speaking of, finally making it work. uh, Speaking of, it is obviously just me and you today. We we wouldn't have had Bonnie, but again, these schedules are just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. We will get guests on shortly, I promise we will. We've got loads in mind. I'm sure we'll have uh, the lovely Miss Bonnie with us. Oh, of course, man. Schedules at the minute will not allow. The woman has opinions, she'll she'll, tell her shite. (laughs) So... The final of Drag Idol. It honestly, I could when we were there, I was like, these six weeks have just flown oh, over. They've flown over for us because mm. we just got to show up and enjoy enjoy the weeks. Yeah. But for the contestants, I'm sure it felt like. Oh yeah, yeah. It the felt it felt like the longest time of my life. I don't know about you, but it felt really long for me. This is this is why I said to all of the contestants, enjoy every minute mm-hmm. and bask in it because before you know it, it's over. Yeah. And for a lot of them, they don't need to do it again, I don't think. like Because yeah. I think if you make it past week three, I don't think you need to re- return again. Like We're at a point now with Drag Idol where it's really just a springboard to introduce yourself mm-hmm. to the scene on a large scale. And once you've done that, mm-hmm. you can go off and it's about the work you put in after Drag Idol. Yeah. Take the moment that you've had, but then the graph does not stop. No, definitely. If, not. You want, if you want to work on the scene, you need to make sure that you take your moment in drag idol and you work hard to do something with it mm-hmm. otherwise it will just sort of hit her out exactly exactly hit her out oh i could eat a pit of bread right now that's a real I've got ra- a pack of that's a real random thing. thing i'll get some water down this because my throat is dry can i get ginger liquor that, that explains the the rather croaky voice i've got right now yeah i've, I've been in drag now for basically three days you're practically rules at this point yeah 84 yes it's it's it's, i feel ringing i feel absolutely ringing it was a great night wasn't it it was so good i think it was an incredible night potentially maybe better than our finale last year it was such a good finale and again i don't know what because obviously i was at the last finale in the audience but Mm -hmm. being there this year something just felt Mm -hmm. different obviously i i wasn't there like watching i was luckily in it it might have been because like there might have been no bias there or because mm-hmm. we obviously we weren't, we weren't competing so yeah it was kind of us just like watching it yes we knew these people but it was just like watching an incredible show we and, just got to enjoy it really yeah and the grandeur of boulevard just makes everything seem so heightened and just grand and like just the, the it's our like, oscars it, it's our metal it's our fucking metal and look so, at the looks that people were turning so out when people turn some absolute looks and we'll we'll get to it a lot we'll talk a lot, a lot about the contestants looks but there are some non-contestants who looked incredible i know like, like i said this is our met gala this is our opportunity mm-hmm. to turn out a look and yeah. go all should, out should we have a quick view of our looks yeah I think, go I think, on i think we should go on have you looked incredible that, as did you girl girl that you so you was ambling indeed yes oh obsessed my ultimate queen in history if i that and then a queen about who Lost our crown. Oh, <laughs> Layla Sagittarius, you behave yourself. You had some incredible prosthetics done, didn't you? I did, done by my gorgeous friend, Danny. Uh, she's a great special effects artist. Yeah. And she did, I wanted to, I was like, 
yeah, I could just lean into the look and have the the Amberlynn B necklace, mm -hmm. but I wanted to to mix glamour with horror. That's mm -hmm. those are two of my favorite Which things you do to do. Well. You did very so well. I thought if I'm going to do Amberlynn, I need to do it properly. Obviously, and she she had her head taken from her shoulders in one clean sweep, and I wanted to do that. So I had all of the prosthetics went all the way yeah, around, all the way full around, 360. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because of the, the latex, whenever I moved, it moved with, it yeah, moved it was, with me. Oh, it it looks so like my head was eerie. sort of just balanced uh -huh. on the head. And of course, I had my, my, my white contacts in. You looked so incredible. I, I looked that gown looked beautiful as well. It was. Like, I felt really, so beautiful. You couldn't really see, like, the... But the, the red colors, on the, the red, yeah. on it in the in the in the light of boulevard but when we went for photos just quickly have a little war photo shoot between the two of us like the colors on that just reflected off the light so well like oh i felt beautiful and it's nice for me a year later obviously from starting mm -hmm. a, a drag idol last year really mm -hmm. to this point now where i feel confident in yeah. beautiful in my Gosh. looks and aesthetic mm -hmm. and as well it's kind of like an elevated look of your look last year that you wore at the final. Like, yeah. You wore like that very goth glam, goth glam mm -hmm. like Victorian era. Like it's very that. And gorgeous. should we talk about your look, girl? Because that <laughs> gown was incredible. You told obviously you told me about the the concept and yeah. I'd seen a little bit of what you were creating earlier in the week when we were recording the last episode. Oh, I was gagged. Yeah. So I wanted to take to to like carry on my little burning theme from last year because obviously with my new number there's all the flames and stuff um so i wanted to carry that on um and this was also my backup gown from last year um that i was going to wear but i decided to you know stick with my transness and mm -hmm. wear my gown that i actually wore last year um, which was equally as stunning thank you yeah i made this gown during lockdown ages ago i did some adjustments because i have uh i work also with some pads and stuff now yeah it's like a big Trumpet, mermaid, fish shell gown. It was obnoxiously wide, but you know, it's fine. Um, if there's a tight to do it, it's a drag idol. Oh, final. God, yeah. No one expects us to be subtle. Yeah, exactly. And because I did it during lockdown, I had the time to put 11,000 rhinestones on it. And it, oh, it paid off, Diva. When that light was hitting you, I was just like, Isha looks dead nice. <laughs> And so, as well, I made a matching bodysuit to go underneath it, to go in out, out in afterwards, because the scene was so busy. Oh, like, rammed. it was rammed. So I was like, I am not going out in a gown. It's not happening. So I was like, I'm not wearing a gown in these bars. So I was like, I want to carry, I want to keep the look, but also I don't want to be wearing the gown. So I make a matching bodysuit and... I didn't think you know. that far ahead, girl. I was wearing that gorgeous gown all night, and I swear to God, if one more person... Had stood on it. I was going to do time. They were going to get the fucking size. What mm -hmm. size are you? Uh, ten. Size ten at the foot mask. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, half of them are gay, so they don't, they don't mind. A foot? You don't know what people are in now. Ah, we people aren't sticking feet up their arse all over. Is that a thing? To put it to you know. I'm going to wear you like a shoe. <laughs> a Wellington boot. A Wellington boot. <laughs> So, we started out with an incredible number by Danny Day celebrating, is it 13 years of Boulevard? Yeah, Rory said yeah. that on stage, and I was like, has it been that long? Mm -hmm. Wow. 13 years of the Purple Palace. And then, so, we had the judges come out with mm -hmm. Ophelia, and oh my god, I need that coat. That, was it a coat, a shawl? It was, oh, it was like a boa. Fuck. 
the feathers were oh she looked this is the best Ophelia's ever looked. I she think looked so too. stunning and the hair oh yeah sculpted, the sculpted updo. Oh. Very like a very modern sort of Yeah. Like updo. We worked together at the fleece and she was telling me a little bit about her look and giving me a few sneak peeks mm. of the boar and the, the wig and so nice. She looked beautiful. Like the there was a bit bo- of an orange theme going on. Yeah, a little bit. Some of them. Like, the the volume of the boat was just, it was, inc- oh, it was incredible. She was like, she walked out sideways and she was just like, oh, I was like, oh, Old what? school classic mm-hmm. glam. Oh, it was just gorge. And then we had Plastique come out, mm-hmm. who looked like if Cinderella was a drag queen. Very that, like, yes. She looked so stunning. That blue was gorgeous. And I believe a throwback to her All-Stars. Like, yes, yeah, like, quite quite similar. Yeah, she she wore a very floaty gown in her um when she did the song from Anastasia mm-hmm. once upon a December. I think it's something. So, yeah, but she's. I think she, I remember saying it was a throwback to a look she did during All Stars. Yeah, it looks stunning. An opium creation again. I think opium's oh, done all of yeah the all of and, and as always kills her. Yeah, absolutely kills her. She's amazing. Incredible. And then we had the one and only Penny T. Mm-hmm. Coming out in a Penny T classic, I feel. Oh, like. right. But the thing is, it might have just been a mini dress, but the way that sparkled on stage was just like... It really did pop up oh, the lights. It was. It just shows that you don't always have to wear, like, the biggest, grandest no. gown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you could just turn a mini dress. And plus, you want to be comfortable for God's sake as well. Like, a part of me wishes I just came in trappies and OD, to be honest. Oh, that would be ideal. That would be dreamy. Penny's very much to me a queen like you know when your mom used to say stop faffing mm. like Penny doesn't faff on like yeah. you said it was a mini dress but mm. Penny like the look isn't the be all and end all she yeah. wants to she's focused on she's there for the talent she's there for the like the commentary like she cares so much about drag idols she doesn't need to fucking turn these big looks because the passion's there for it and she she loves drag idols so much and it fucking shows. And drag doesn't always need to be about the no. the biggest, fanciest, no. most fashionable look. And but she looked absolutely beautiful. Oh, absolutely! She looked gorgeous. Like, she looked really, really, really pretty. Who else did we have? Did I ask some daft girl? Um, <laughs> She'll batter you we, for that. I, I wish she would. <laughs> then we had the incredible Miss Rory herself in a matching orange with Ophelia. I R- love R- Rory in orange. Yeah, gorgeous. I don't know if I've seen uh, in much of it, but no. he really like she looks stunning, gorgeous, and like a tall drink of wine. That dress it looked stoned. Like it didn't look secret. It looked it looked right. Yeah. So when she walked out on stage, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Because you can usually tell a sequence from a rhinestone, and oh, if that was rhinestone, that would have taken fucking ages to rhinestone. And Rory had a, a usual spiel, you know, she liked to chat for a while. She uh, <laughs> And we love to listen. She gives someone a mention, you know, here and there, and it was kind of the highlight of the night for me. And then she sat down and we were going to get started, but... But something else <laughs> fell from the sky. Someone t- <laughs> The wig turned the man to freeze <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> But let's be honest, that I need a new should have played. Brilliant. It was. I, I believe Plastique organised it. Yeah, so I saw it like halfway in the air <laughs> and I was like, 
it almost felt like it happened in slow motion. Literally. I'm sure this wig just levitated in the air for like a split second and then hit the deck. It was brilliant. So I was talking to Plastique after Idol and she'd said to the stage manager, put this in the box that flips over, that tips down, probably for confetti or something. Put this in that box and when I give you the like the okay, tip it out. And it was right as the feeling was about to announce the first contestant. The just the entire room <laughs> was just cackling. It went on for like a good couple of minutes, like was, this belly laugh from. <laughs> the that, that was there was two moments right after each other. We had the name drop, and then we had the the, wig. the purple wig it, oh, dropping from the sky. God, it was so yeah, wig is funny done because the thing is as well, drunk Island, they don't really look at like. They don't entangle drama. No, or they don't. It, they don't sort of entangle themselves yeah. in it. They they tend to live live a little bit above it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and not get involved in any petty squabbles or yeah. stuff like that. But I think because we're at this point where drag idols become somewhat of a parody of itself. Yeah, and people now do reference drag idol, but also what goes on mm-hmm. on the scene. Yeah. They couldn't not mention exactly. it. Like. It was the timing was perfect. It was, it was like a meme goal. culture moment, sort literally, of thing. like because the amount of memes that have been produced. If you haven't, if you live under a rock and you haven't heard about this, just go on to any Newcastle drag artist page. Let's go. Your wig is done. You skinny little druggy, shady cunt. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go oh, on any drag artist page and you will find a reference to a purple wig or a meme a couple of weeks ago round about drag idol honestly i wish i could could. i wish i could right should we get to the first bastard i go on let's do it our first finalist was none other than ruby so ruby did uh sort of it was one of those this is my journey. This is why I should win. Give me the crown. And Not he, numbers that typically work out in people's favour. No, but I think I think it worked. Absolutely. I absolutely do. Out of all of those kind of numbers I've seen, I would say this is my favourite. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Of, the, of that, like, give me the crown. I should win mm-hmm. sort of numbers. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It was my favourite. It was, it was flawless. Yeah. I, there's not, like... If I was to stand in the crowd and pick out faults with it, I would really be clutching at straws. I agree. I absolutely agree. The look, just real quick, like I want that katsu so bad. It was beautiful. It was so stunning. The colour match on her was perfect. Like, just, she looked a million dollars, but that's what to expect from Ruby. Like, she always looks incredible. Um, so it was a number about her journey. And speaking of journey, she had... Um, Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing, the Glee version, classic. Um... Born and raised in Leeds, everybody. That was funny. Um, she's really clever with like the sound bites she puts in, the mm-hmm. rash and the songs. Like it's she's always a good brain. It's always very on the nose, mm-hmm. but it's never over the over the top. If that makes sense, it no. always it always fits nicely. Yeah, and like, it, like it's not exaggerated. It, it sort of it seems smooth. Yeah, it's always like slick. Yeah, absolutely. like everything's meticulously placed and edited. Mm-hmm. Ruby really knows how to pace numbers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a it was a it was a nice slow burn, wasn't yeah, it? You can tell she's a pro- like professional because she knows how to 
hold the crowd like nicely enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. She had lots of songs about being a winner and stuff. She was the winner takes it all. Is that you know? One of my favorite parts was like it was a quote from Big Bang Theory. Oh, it was so good. It was, it was talking so about how funny. she You know, she doesn't need the win. She doesn't need it. Mm. Oh, it's a tiara. Um, she used the screen very well. Like mm. those visuals were in, incredibly good. Um. A great one was when she had Ophelia's face over RuPaul. <laughs> it was so funny. Had all of the judges, like, photoshopped in there. Yeah. It was... I, I don't know if she did the visuals herself, but... Uh... I don't know. No, I was just going to say, like, I think across the board, all four finalists used that screen incredibly well. Yeah, to, to different amounts. Like, yeah. some used it, like, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Some used just little bits. Like, Ruby just had, like, like just to enough. To add effect to them. Yeah, to add effect to the number as opposed to it being, like, a focus. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it was a great, great number. And as the the last standout for me, this number, was when she had the sash of the um, bunches of roses. Yes, brought on none of her. By Arias Cheek. Nice to see her again. It's nice, nice to have her back. Um, when she shook the roses, like, an insane amount of petals just come, like, flying out. And it was... Cascading from above her head. It was like the sash of a long one, but also not, because it was like... It's, I mean, it's rose petals just flying around, so, like, it, it seems like it's similar, but... It was, like, it's... Sasha Velour meets Regina George's meltdown in Mean Girls. Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, it kind of was that, to be honest, because... Well, I, I rem- the reason I bring it up is because when I heard that, like, that scream, like, it should have been me sort of thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was that moment from Mean Girls, but mm-hmm. it, then the penny dropped, and I was like, oh, no, that's not it. Yeah. But o- overall, it's such a good number, like really like cemented ruby is like oh she could take this like i she I, she was the one i didn't think would most likely win because obviously mm-hmm. if you go on a track around track record and stuff like she was the only one without a best in show which you oh, yeah which i i thought she had one to be honest but i was well, looking back she probably didn't get one but um do you think just... the best in shows really matter to a certain extent, yeah, but I don't think they should, especially based off this finale. I don't know if that's something that the judges take into account when they're making their final decisions. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I, I don't think it should, but I feel like it might have something to do with it. But they, but like after seeing both of these numbers from Ruby, I was like, oh, this bitch, she might take this. And I genuinely yeah. thought she was going to. I really did. After the numbers that we saw from her, so my attitude throughout the entire final was, because going into it, I had a clear winner in my head Mm -hmm. of who I thought was going to take her. Mm -hmm. And all they needed to do was just sort of just do their performances Mm -hmm. and it would probably result in a win. Throughout the final, I remember thinking, any one of these could take her. And that's the first final I've actually felt like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clear winner in my head. I agree. Yeah, uh, this is my favourite number that Ruby's done, 100%. Like, Yeah, certainly contender in my head for our, for well, our favourite number. Until we, until we get to the a second, a second performance, but this first one was incredibly good. Up next, we had Vic the Prick. My darling. Darling husband. Not yet, technically. Vic likes to remind me that we're not okay. technically married yet. Okay. I am strictly his fiance at this point. Right. When's the wedding? Do we know? As soon as I pick my dress. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. I'm actually too black. 
Of course, yeah. Wonderful. So do you want to take the reins on Vic's number? Yeah, so this was... Obviously, Vic throughout Drag Idol has predominantly done character drag. Mm-hmm. And this... And done it well. Oh, it very well. To, yeah, to the best degree. However, this was... Even though it was somewhat of a character, because it, it was based on an artist who Vic loves and mm-hmm. inspires his drag... Mm-hmm. But this was, in essence, what Vic the Prick is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing him. This isn't pretty much his words, mm-hmm. but this is the essence of Vic the Prick. Mm-hmm. And Vic treated us to such a, a show. Yeah. It, was, it was like a, it's like a spectacle to watch. Really. It was a spectacle. Um, I was in Vic's performance. He asked me to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And I was I was very honoured and very very privileged to to be part not only of being part of his his journey mm-hmm. but also to be in that sort of final moment. Yeah. It, it, it meant a lot. And when someone puts that amount of trust yeah. into you to allow you to be part of their their big moment, because it's not about anyone else. It's about it was about him, about in, him in that moment. It meant a lot. Mm-hmm. But this was Vic's in again in his words drag god moment yeah and showing you why he is like yeah and i really enjoyed it like i i i I understand the character like i've seen vic do this kind of this kind of look before do you know what i mean like because he does so many different like you've said like styles of characters and personas and attitudes and he does them all so well and this is what i think vic does probably the best it's always very, I, very like sort of douchey. Yeah, but still, but hot. you still want to fuck him. Yeah, yeah, like you wish you didn't want to fuck him. To be fair, I even wanted to shag Vic as Jack Sparrow. That's fair, but yeah, again, we're we're fans of Paris the yeah, Caribbean, so that. And a shout out as well to the video that was made. It was incredible. Um, edited and and filmed by uh, the incredible My Memory Hole. Yeah, very good. Uh, you might be familiar with them. Um, knocking about the scene during Drag mm-hmm. Idol is also an incredible photographer. Yes, so such good photography. Absolutely. Keep your eyes peeled for the for the links to his his photography. Really knows how to photograph drag queens, and not a lot of people know how to do that. No, and something that I was talking to him about because I used he's a bit of a bit of a friend of mine. Wonderful. And um, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about it, and I said the reason that. He gained a fan in me for his photography is because he cap he manages to capture reality mm-hmm. in an art form that is all about illusion. Yeah, we're all presenting an illusion to the world yeah. as drag artists. However, he captures real moments, mm-hmm. and it like I look. It's been one of my favorite parts of Drag Idol is going through the when we get the links, going through the photos and seeing all of these candid moments mm-hmm. because there's very few posed shots. Yeah, it's all just real little moments, and I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's lovely. That um, when he recorded that, um, he filmed the video and edited it, and it was a full ass music. Oh, video. fully! Like I explained that shit on Vivo. Like my god, the only thing I will say is like. The video was so good, mm-hmm. and the performance was so good. They kind of took away from each other. Okay. That's just how it looked from down in the audience. Because I found myself like, oh, the video looks really good, but I, can, well, I, need, like, I need to keep watching Vic to see what he's doing. Like, because I, I, like, 
jumping forward a bit, with Bonnie and Benz, they had kind of like a intro video at the start and yeah. then the performance. I think if Vic did that and had like a sort of an intro music video mm-hmm. and then the performance, I think it would have made so much more sense and made it more like slick and smooth. Yeah. But that's kind of the only thing I will say about it. The thing is, it's like technically a bad thing, but also not because it's like the video was so good and the performance was also so good. Uh, it was like, I wanted to watch them both, but separately, if you know what I mean. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You put it well, that. I'm watching it, I'm watching it. I've watched it back. Um, I've watched Vic's Vic, Vic, number back twice. Yeah. And I've same. watched it just watching the video and then just watching Vic. And I enjoyed both so much. Yeah, it was a, like, they're both incredible moments. But I, I do see your point that maybe it was just a case of... And it, you, can you really be faulted for something being too good like the art that he created it was incredible so i'm not not, like i'm not going to fault him for creating something that was so good but yeah if it was distracting that 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 would make sense and the judges did yeah they did mention it um i think some of the critiques were a little bit too harsh i agree yeah i think they just had such a standard with vic and expected so much from because he i think vic's been I think it's because it was slightly different to what he normally does. Mm-hmm. So maybe they weren't they weren't ready or expecting something that was a little bit different. Yeah. So he's always such a good character actor and uh, such an amazing storyteller that maybe they were expecting more of that. Whereas this, to me, there was a clear narrative, mm-hmm. and yeah. to other people I've spoke to, there was a clear narrative, mm-hmm. but. Obviously, the judges didn't really get it. Uh, yeah. However, even if you you don't understand the narrative, mm-hmm. to me, it was such a an extravaganza and a spectacle in itself. Oh, it was so that you could just understand. Like, even if you didn't necessarily get the mm-hmm. whole narrative, you could still enjoy what was happening on stage Absolutely. because it was incredibly entertaining. Like, you had obviously the. <laughs> the more X-rated stuff that was happening on the screen. Uh-huh. You had, <laughs> ma'am, don't watch it, please. <laughs> you do not need to see what goes on. Definitely not. <laughs> In my private life. <laughs> the Obviously, the, the dancing was great and the the little nuances that Vic always throws in there. Mm-hmm. And then you had knickers and bras being thrown on stage. Mm-hmm. And we had features from Phoebe and Cherry. Yeah. So, obviously... Had... Vic likes to, you know... Give people shout shout people out and give people yeah. their flowers. It was just so lovely. So Vic wanted to have people on stage with him in that moment to to say thank you, but also just give them that moment because these are people that have helped Vic throughout mm-hmm. Drag Idol. Mm-hmm. And I think because he's such a sweetheart and such a gentleman, he just wanted to give people their their chance to yeah. perform on the boulevard stage because they maybe haven't had that chance or didn't get the chance through yeah. through drag idol so it was it was very sweet and speaks volumes of Vic's amazing nature yeah it was honestly like i overall enjoyed it i really did i loved the number and i because obviously i was in it i have it translates slightly different when yeah. you're off to the side mm-hmm. but going back and watching it and i, I played it for my my housemate and like i was like oh my god this is so good mm. And I think, again, because you're in the moment and the judges are off to the side as well, yeah. so maybe things don't translate as well, but sitting back and watching it just at home, mm-hmm. it was fun. fucking cracking number, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. I really do agree. 
Our next finalist was the one and only Aria Quinn of Middlesbrough Gale. Middlesbrough Gale. Giving us concept, giving us a story. Mm-hmm. A, I think a really good concept. So she did a whole Medusa theme, like it was based around Medusa, but the hidden message in the number was about rape and sexual assault and such a good message and concept. A good message and something that's very brave mm-hmm. to do on stage, not only because it might hit close to home, but also it can be a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. Yeah. So to be brave enough to tackle an issue that is as as heavy as that yeah. can, can be a big thing. Absolutely. So the story that Aria wanted to tell, I've, I've spoke to Aria about it, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of people might know that Medusa, the, the myth, mythological creature, was raped by Poseidon mm-hmm. and was turned into this this monster and it's such a good metaphor for in regards to rape culture because people will villainize victims of sexual assault and rape and turn them into this monster yeah so it's a very clear metaphor like there's I mean, there's references on the screen as well like zaria used the screen very well again the whole like she, she was asking for it that whole like those Fucking stupid things that get said. Yeah, the about, idiotic things that people things like say that. to to victim blame. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and Ari used the screen very well and to further push this really important important message. I think again, like the concept and the the thought behind it was so there and mm-hmm. so good. I just think the execution wasn't the right way about it. As in, okay. she didn't do anything out of line absolutely not no no she didn't was... i don't think she was in any way insensitive or anything no, 100%, absolutely not but i think just as people were getting like into it and like mm-hmm. getting in the emotions there was so- maybe some sort of like unneeded comedy there i think mm. i think this number to really just fucking hit it home it should have been sort of in the vein of cherry's week five with the maleficent just the the dark keep a con- yeah keep, keep a dark, consistent yeah. throughout and just allow people to to feel yeah. those emotions all like, the way through no and you can have like a resolution at the end mm-hmm. and i like, don't there can be light at the end of the tunnel absolutely but like i just think this number i don't think it needed comedy i think yeah. just stay with the dark yeah emotional I, d- I didn't think about it like that but now that you've brought it up that that does make sense and but i can also see from maybe her point of view why so when yeah. you're dealing with dark subject matter it can, it can make you feel yeah. uncomfortable I'm while you're doing it because it's a big thing to do yeah so putting comedy in there is your way of maybe alleviating some of the the heavy feeling yeah. i mean i do but I, I mean i do that about myself with my trans nurse like i make like self-deprecating jokes all the time in numbers about it like it's it's a way it's it's absolutely a, it's a way an easier way of, of dealing with dark subject matter and dealing with maybe trauma yeah absolutely um but yeah just, like just when I, mean, I was watching it just as i was getting like really into it i, I mean i was already into the number because aria is so we've talked about this before but she's the most visually captivating person oh, absolutely like, the image is so perfect and you cannot fault it you you're like it's just so good so just as i was sort of getting really into the number like 
it was getting really dark and emotional and just like a message was that was there it kind of just got like just slipped away with a tiny bit of comedy that mm. it and if if like aria you was using that comedy to sort of deal with it then very valid and fair because like i said we all do it but i think as i think it happens a lot with the audience as well because the audience weren't as receptive as i kind of hoped they would be because aria was in my top two like i'm yeah. obsessed with aria she's my kind of drag queen if i want to go if i'm gonna go to drag show that's the kind of queen i want to say like she's i think she's incredible and <clears throat> she might not have won the crown but i think she's been a, a fucking fan in newcastle like, absolutely I think, I think she's gained a lot absolutely and I, I hope she comes here a lot as well because i think she's men really like oh i don't think for one second we've seen her. the last of the gorgeous aria oh, when you fucking hope not. we're going to follow her on tiktok and instagram as as you should with all of you go and follow on their tiktoks love uh, on the on the talk tick on the talk tick that's what the bands are on yeah. lovely i don't understand all of social media but to just run out of aria i i did enjoy the number i, really I loved it, it. I think the only thing that she might have struggled with was, so in Switch, Aria completely devoured the stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was making that transition to the big Boulevard yeah. giant. Because I know she was nervous. A little bit. Yeah, she is a very nervous queen and mm-hmm. I cannot, and deals with a lot of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening, girl, stop it. Stop. Because you are a force Literally. to be reckoned with. You're right. a star. And... I think a big reason, as she said, she said as well, a big reason why she did Idol was to prove that she's not just a look and she's not just... She's proven that, that she is so much more she than She is. That. I would like to see that Scarlet Witch number again, because my God. It's, again, it's, even after this finale, it's still up there in my top five um, drag out performances ever. I Honestly, I loved it so much. It was fabulous. Like, mm. And then our final finalist... We have the one and only Dildo. Our lovely Dildo. Dildo was at Open Drag this week, and um, I wasn't there, but uh, my beloved... Oh, I would I... say beloved, Leslie yeah. Lloyd was, was there. there, wasn't she? Yeah, and um, I heard through the grapevine that Leslie kept calling Dildo Vibrator. <laughs> She's an old bird. She gets confused. Oh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, Dildo was one I was very excited to see. Uh, in Boulevard. Yeah, I, I was excited to see her because I was like, she is someone that is going to really explode and on that stage. She kind of did a bit, yeah. I'm not going to lie. So with our first number, obviously, because with all, obviously we, we didn't mention, but with all the uh, contestants coming back, their first number is a new number, mm-hmm. like, you know, brand new one. Dildo did a number about Stranger Things, the, the, the it's a, uh, it's a, I'm not sure it's a well-known show on um, Netflix. Oh, I'm, I'm, no, it's, it's huge. Girl on the Inside. Oh, right, it, right, okay. It's literally one of the most giant shows that Netflix yeah. has ever produced. I, I thought you'd be serious then. <laughs> I saw the glazed over look in your eyes. Yeah. I was like, I'm joking, girl. Like the, el- <laughs> like the elderly this was coming out or something. I don't know if it was. If you, if you, Get you know. fucked, you <laughs> horrible little beast. I wish I would, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I absolutely love Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah, me and uh, my housemate Stacey, we are massive fans really? of Stranger Things. Jesus. Have you ever watched it? It's not. It's not my thing. I, like, I'm not a fan of like those kind of. TV you love shows. fucking Marvel. Yeah, it's li- it's. It, I'm surprised it's not a Marvel thing. It's like it's so Marvel. The thing is, it's like I've got so much to watch at the minute. Like it's 
tell her how to keep up. I don't have time to watch things. At this point, Stranger Things is a bit of a commitment because I. How many seasons has it got now? Like four. I can guarantee once you've watched the first, you'll you'll want to binge it. Yeah. And I have binged Stranger Things, and it's intense, girl. I needed therapy when I finished it. I mean, I'll just need the fucking therapy for watching Mini Bobby Brown, but like, you know. (laughs) But Dildo tried us to. Basically, a highlight reel of what Stranger Things is. I lived. Stranger Things isn't isn't a movie, but Dildo turned it into a movie. Yeah. Like she took like one section of Stranger Things, like mm-hmm. when spoilers, when Vecna was the thing. Yes. Like the big villain at one point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long, they, but you know, attempting to kill one of the red-headed characters, Max. But uh, yeah, in in this iteration, we had Vecna versus. Dildo. Dildo had stumbled... Which is, which is a wrestling match I'd fucking be able to Dildo had stumbled into the Upside Down on her way to um to do her performance at Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So sad that we never actually got to see little uh, Dildo's performance at Boulevard because, you know, she was in the Upside Down and was busy. Mm, that's true. Listen, my favourite... <laughs> I, love, I love Dildo's spoken word. Just when Dildo yeah. does these things in her, in her ashy accent... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vecna was like, where are you going? And Dildo's like, I'm not staying here. It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> Just, it's like, Dildo's very much in that essence, like, the ditzy blonde. Dildo, like... why don't you have a podcast? I want to hear that shit. I agree. I mean, I would love to have you on here, but I want... I want... Oh, I fully think we should. I, I, want, I want Dildo's podcast just as an hour-long spectacle. I want it. Mm-hmm. I would say. Make it happen, Dildo. I know you're busy, but do it, please. Please do. Please, please do. Um, They... Like I said, it was like watching a movie, honestly. Um, it was really it was really dramatic as well. Like so they dramatic. really knew how to use the lighting. The lighting because when the you, screen. Because when you're at Boulevard you get to make you like do do your own numbers. There's a guy there with lighting, I call Alex I believe, who does an incredible job. Amazing. And um, the stage manager. Um you get to like tell him what lighting you want and everything, and he does an incredible job of it and so that is up. That's that is up to you. Like all these, all the lighting and stuff in these performances that you see, the contestants are are doing that, and they're sort of they're like sort of organizing. This is the that. great thing about work, working at Boulevard. It, it really gives you that theatre experience, yeah. getting to use all aspects of what you would get in a theatre yeah. show. It's a it's a full production. It's it's such an honour to get to do it. Honestly, like when I got to do it last year, I, I was like, I was doing my rehearsals the day before, and I was like. Like, like this is like it's like, this feels so real now. Like it's it's crazy. Honestly, it's crazy. Like it was such an honor to get to do it. Um, it was it was quite serious. The number I think because it, it was there was it, a lot of again. Like, it was dark. However, mm-hmm. nothing is that serious with Dilda. No, and I got, she can take the piss out of herself. She takes uh-huh. the piss out of the number, and it was just it was so calm. Like I was gonna say, like it was the gags in there. Yeah, like Vecna, like had had dildo in in his control, mm-hmm. and dildo was like, "Get off me!" And that was release me yeah. again. Re- really, like so smart silly. With the song choices that they chose. Yeah, like Ruby is as well. Like very that. Really good at a bit of like spoken word or soundbite or something. And then a perfect song to go with it. We not have... one, not one you think about. Like necessarily, yeah. Yeah, like 
throwing back to the semi-finals, shake, 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 shake. <laughs> like you think you should maybe do what well, shake it off by Taylor Swift or something. But the fact that she used that song, she's do you know what I mean here? Like where no, she yeah. chooses perfect songs, but not the ones you'd immediately think. Oh, yeah, I think Dildo just thinks in her her own vein, mm-hmm. and I love it so much. Yeah. I, I love the way that Dildo thinks and the way that she constructs numbers. Mm-hmm. Had the levitation in which she stood on one oh, of the boxes, yeah, but the had boxes. like a split screen so it uh-huh. looked like she was floating in midair. Mm-hmm. It it was everything. Did the whole I I have superpowers like mm-hmm. with the telekinesis and flipped a car over and cr- crushed things, but yeah, it was just her crushing a coke can with a yeah, hand yeah. and then flipping the picture of the car the over. So stupid. Literally. But so, so, oh, it's fabulous. Well, uh, there's, uh, there's a really, like, beautiful section in the number as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So the main song she used in the whole number was Running Up That Hill by yeah. Kate Bush. It reminded me a little bit of my Spider-Man one when the electricity was coming yeah, in. Yeah. It, was, it was completely dark. And then there was just the lights like sort of crashing in on the screen. Mm. She had this like red, like like bright red electricy look and light and oh, yeah. on the screen Sorry, yeah. while she was like really like sort of like beautifully dancing yeah, around, quite the, graceful. Like, around the around the stage with like this in a little two inch biscuit. Oh wow. I'll let it go, girl. Yeah. We'll let Dildo off. But it was it was really, really beautiful. Like mm. just seeing another side still though, mm-hmm. where she wasn't necessarily taking the piss in that moment. No. That was her, like, staking her claim and being serious for a second and being like, I yeah. really want this. Mm-hmm. And it, I just said, like, Absolutely showed. And it was just really satisfying to watch, like, just this lady in red with the chiff- red chiffon and then the red, sm- like, crashing lights while none of no other lights were on. So it was such, like, a, like, light show. To watch. Oh, I just... It, I don't know. It, it was a full it, it gave me goosebumps. Like I watched, I was like, again, it was another moment where I really thought anyone could take anyone this. Could take it. Anyone, mm-hmm. and I'd be, I would be happy with it. Obviously, yeah. I have my my allegiance to someone. But yeah, yeah, fair, that's fair. Like someone out re- was really rude. Everyone had someone. Every, yeah, about. everyone has a horse in the race. That's Absolutely. that's central. But this was this is the first year of Idol where I would have been happy with with like, anyone, any yeah. four of them winning. I really would. So after all the four performances, they announced who would be moving on to the top three mm-hmm. and who would be losing. And unfortunately, we lost Alia Quinn. And... I know. It was sad. It it was. And like I said, I would have loved to have seen her bring back her second number. Yeah, I mean... I think it's... A, I, I do think it's a little... I don't know whether it was Velvet that mentioned this on Snapshot. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a little bit unfair that the contestants put so much work into yeah. that second number and then don't get to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be nice if, like, you won't be moving on, but you like you can still show us what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be real, real shady, but we get two numbers from Danny D. But I think it would be really nice if maybe instead of a second number, the sort of intro to the to the sort of second half, mm-hmm. we got the fourth place contestant doing their new the number. number yeah. Like, this is what I would have done. Like, enjoy the second half. I think that would just be really like, nice. Give them the flowers a lot. Yeah, because they, they work really hard on these numbers, right? Like, you know, as we all do. And I'm sure Aria fucking... I'm sure it would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's she's the only one in Idol who 
literally went up and up and up and up every single week. She never dipped. No. Like, and I think it, I think she would have done an incredible performance. And I'd love to know what it was as well, because if it was Scarlet Witch, my God, I'm literally... I believe it was her was. prop week number. Oh, the art sale one? I believe so. Oh, yeah. I messaged her as well after that week, and I was like, girl, what is that song you used? And she sent me, a, oh, it's a fucking bop. The country one. Yeah. Rolling. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's such a good song. Such a good song. So, yeah, we unfortunately lost lost Aria, but... Like we said before when we were discussing her first performance, this is not the last that we've seen Aria. And I'm sorry, but she's an absolute fucking icon. I think she's an... And a sweetheart. I I was going to say, a fucking lovely girl as well. Lovely. So, after... We had the first nomination. We had the second batch of performances. We did. So this is where the part where the contestants have to redo what they think is their best number. Yeah. And I think they all chose really well, to be honest. Yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, numbers from week two. Yeah, yeah, all of them were from mm-hmm. week two. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Black and white week, and I think that speaks volumes about the quality of Drag Idol now. Is that all of the best numbers? Plus, he said it. We're so early Where, on. so so early on mm-hmm. from week two. That, that's crazy. That because I did my week, I did read it from week four. Mm-hmm. Bonnie and Ben did redid their week one. Stacy redid her week four as well. But yeah, it's that's crazy. That like sometimes you forget how good week two was. Mm-hmm. Week two and three because week four and five were also just that good. Like, yeah, week two on all of the weeks were good. I don't think it was a bad week. No, me neither. So first up again was Ruby, and she did her incredible uh, not, not getting, getting married. Yeah, and it start like it started out really preppy and you know dead prim and proper, prim and proper, happy semen, but also she's a fucking cunty bride. She yeah, a bit of bitch, bit of bitch. <laughs> and I mean, we'll just talk about it now. She lip synced the not getting married mm-hmm. from Glee. And lip synced it flawlessly, and then she had a little sound bite in from Plastic that week where she was like, "You should have should have done it live." Gets the microphone. Gets the microphone, and she fucking did it. I know. I was like, I was kind of clutching my pearls. Well, I think, were we not like holding? Yeah. Was, like, is like, she actually going to do it? And she did it. Did not miss a beat. It was. Amazing. I was gagged, and I'm like, I'm gagged now, like sort of remembering it in uh-huh. the moment. I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, that's so ballsy. Because Literally. if she'd fucked that up... It would have... That, that everyone would have turned sour. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, oh. it's a hard audience to place with. It's all the gays. It's all the... To sing know. a Sondheim song. I'm just like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ballsy enough in the first place to lip sync it. Yeah. But to, like, to sing it to live... Sing live. And I, I remember I, as soon as she did it, like, I was... Obviously, I was watching her, but I, I clocked the judges, and they were all like, they were doing the same as us. They were like, Penny was practically <laughs> pissing herself. There was a puzzle on the floor. Like, it was crazy. And after the semi-finals, I messaged Ruby, and I was like, "How are you feeling? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like anything, you know, any any help with? You know, what are you thinking of doing?" And she said she was going to redo our week two and do it live, but I didn't click on to yeah. what she was mean. I thought. Is she going to host this? Is she going to sing it? I didn't clock on the fact that she was going to sing Not Get Married Today live. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I didn't clock it up, clock onto it, but... And she did it. Gosh. Like, she did the first verse. 
but then kept going. Mm-hmm. And this, this is the thing about the second number. You bring back your favorite number, but how do you, how do you top it? How do you heighten it? Yeah. And to me, that was the, the only way. Yeah. Really. That's all it needed as well. Yeah. It it was simple. In essence, she didn't reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. She just, yeah, t- it it was just it was a perfect perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And once she'd sang, not getting married today, she then obviously went and did her change. The costume change. The entire vibe of the room changed as yeah. well. It was such a juxtaposition. It was literally a yin and yang. Uh-huh. Like it was so white yin and yang. Yeah. It was so, the transition was so clean, yet it was so stark and different. Yeah. Like, the, it turned so somber and so, like, oh. It, it was just, like. It was beautiful as well. It was kind of, like, velvety. It was, like, smooth. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, yeah, it was sort of, like, just but delicious Bonnie, Bonnie to says, watch. Bonnie says mucky. When ah. something's like, oh, why? Ah, well, like, I, we were mucky. We were mucky. It, yeah. was, it was so Party. good. Yeah. <laughs> filthy it was filthy but so clean nasty so, so perfect and she once she was doing her her change and had on the screen visuals of a famous gaze with their their beards yes yeah so obviously we had liza and david and uh rather rather new one to that uh, philip, philip schofield <laughs> oh, God. oh dear but and i then... forgot about that part but really clever and still have something entertaining going on the screen while she's not on stage like she really fucking thought about it and came out to back to black by amy one of my favorite songs in the entire world, yes. and she did it justice in her gorgeous, simple black little, little black dress. Elevated, so simple, in the front. beautiful, to, with the visual of a graveyard, and it was yeah. it was a good way to to finish off the narrative mm-hmm. of being, you know, the the jilted bride. Yeah. To then, that's how it results to being uh, to a widow. Mm-hmm. It, I, I think I thought it was beautiful. This is my favorite Ruby number that she's ever yeah. Had. Like, and the fact that your, your last one you do is probably a lot of people's favourites that you've ever done. She, it yeah, really just has just showcased herself so well mm-hmm. and really shown such a a well-rounded queen Absolutely. that she is. She's she's fabulous and she's, she's got a fan in me. I'd say, like I said with Ari, I'm probably a fan of Newcastle as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because a, a lot of people are Ruby stands now and I fucking know I am. Did you see that so. video from the, from the, from the taping? Of, I think it was during a. It was what well, is our first second number? It pans to Stacy up in the balcony, and Stacy's just watching her with like glee, <laughs> and she's just lip syncing along with the music. It doesn't surprise. It's so me. funny, oh, God. Stacy's like a delighted child. Yeah, like when give she's her, give her like a, a dummy in her life, and she'll <laughs> she'll shut up for a little bit. Stacey's another one who looked incredible that night. Oh, like, yeah. And Christopher, Hardcastle costumer, mm-hmm. look. Um, and then after Ruby, we had Vic the Prick for his second number. Indeed. I think we all sort of knew what was coming. This, this was this a one. fucking rollercoaster, this one was. So they really cleverly combined week two and three. Yeah, because they had, a, again, a really good catalogue of numbers to choose from. And I think those two... The Bonnie and Clyde number that he originally did with Ari, mm-hmm. though, and obviously as his Buzzcocks number, those were his 
probably the fan favourites, I would say. Yeah, I, I would agree. And the ones that, you know, got on best in shows. Mm. So I think it was natural, but to combine them was very clever. Mm. It was very cleanly combined as well. Like, it wasn't like a stark transition from one to the other. It was... It fitted in perfectly with the narrative. Yeah, absolutely, because Bonnie... Well, played by Bonnie Love. <laughs> that was so funny. Really so silly. And really clever as well, I think. Like, <laughs> actual Bonnie to play uh, Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde. Um, like, Bonnie was just one of his bitches. Another one of... Yeah. Uh, another one of... Uh, one of many. Yeah, apparently so. I'm not getting involved. No. Um, yeah, just uh, like, just casually played. Another one of Vic's Buzzcocks bitches, do you know what I mean? Like, it was... We also really had a little... Clever. So, obviously, we had the narrative of... Vic as Buzzcocks going to Greg's, mm-hmm. stealing all of the pasties. pasties. Um, we had a little cameo from Dixon um, as, as an actual Greg's word. Yeah. <laughs> a little throwback to there. Um... Gish all your pasties now. Vic, uh, Dixon pulls down <laughs> the, the Greg's apron to show pasties stuffed into a bra <laughs> and then turned around. What about these, these buns? buns? And pulls down my pants and has pasties stuffed into the pants. Just quintessential Dixon. Oh, love it. Love, 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 love. Dixon's like Newcastle's Billy J. Mills. Very bad. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just absolutely bad shit fucking crazy. Bad shit crazy and so beloved. Very, literally, like, and I would say fucking, absolutely fucking stars on them. So, yeah, and then there was that, was this when Bonnie came out? After yeah, the... so this stole the pasties from Greg's. Yeah. Then the coppers showed up, the polishers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, Bonnie, his getaway driver, joined him. Yeah. They had the whole gangster, gangster thing. Yeah, yeah Bodgecock, shock on me, Titch. <laughs> and then Bonnie did the the sexy dance, uh-huh. did like a handstand, a handstand ex- oh, like, with the split a leg. Split a leg. While Vic's like got his like face in the in the in between the legs. Yeah, Vic, uh, once again in your words, went <laughs> swimming breaststroke to get to that minge. Yeah, instead a bit of dusty out... down there though. A little bit. Nana would get a bit of action. Like leave yeah. her alone. Aye, about fucking time. About bloody time and all. So Vic, instead of pulling out knickers like he did with the with Ari, huh. <laughs> pulled out a sausage roll. Pulled out a sausage roll. <laughs> And it was really good. Put it between his legs, and Bonnie started to literally oh, nosh him off. Yeah, nosh him, nosh off the sausage roll. Uh-huh. And there's an image, a photo taken by the incredible uh, Louise from LAH Photography. Yeah, it's just a Bonnie. A Bonnie around. turning around and has <laughs> a massacred sausage roll hanging from my mouth. And when I tell you <laughs> that, that image will haunt me forever. <laughs> Does, does it give you flashbacks, love? Enough <laughs> <laughs> for any of the men listening. Don't let Bonnie give you head, because that's what I'll fuck just I'll teeth. And then <laughs> after, so mid like Bonnie and uh, Vic, like you know, like getting off. Uh-huh. We, out we walks, had another cameo. Out walks Ben Dover to a visual of Jeremy Kyle, <laughs> literally in a full Jeremy Kyle esque like skit. And the thing is. It fits perfectly as well because, like, the the people that go on Jeremy Kyle are like such fucking common muck. Just Literally, like, yeah. basically, at the end of the day, end of sentence. Basically, at the end of the day, you fucked me, brother. <laughs> you fucked brother... me, who's also my boyfriend. Oh God, Lena. Which basically means they now me auntie, <laughs> like that kind of shit. And it fits perfectly in with Vic's like Buzzcock character. 
So Vic and Ben had a scrap to prove who was the ultimate gangster in Newcastle. And Vic punched Ben, (laughs) knocked out his teeth and put them in his pocket. (laughs) As the sound man told. And it was... It was a hilarious moment. The judges were gagged. The audience was gagged. Like, the crowd was so loud. Mm -hmm. But it was... While it was a funny moment, it was also a really beautiful moment. Yeah. Because, to me, that was the sort of passing the torch moment between two kings. And I believe it's the first time we've ever seen two kings performing together on Mm -hmm. the Boulevard stage. Yeah. It it was was amazing. It was was such positive representation for two amazing kings Mm -hmm. and what that'll mean to just kings in general yeah i agree to get to get that spotlight i absolutely agree and there was a lot of king representation this Mm -hmm. this finale and i mean we'll we'll go into it next but to finish off with um with vic just obviously just the whole smashy pasty thing just to top off the number because because it wasn't bad shit enough anyway not only did he fight the police again with the horses and stuff (laughs) We couldn't have had Smashy Pasty without the actual smashing of a pasty. He fucked the pasty on Boulevard stage. Vic the Prick fucked a pasty on the Boulevard stage in front of Danny D, Miss Rory, and his nana. Oh my god, his nana was there. His nana was in the room. Beautiful lady. So lovely. And so proud. Vic's family were there, and they were so proud. Yeah, they were very loud and proud, and I was like, yeah. Had had banners in the crowd, and it was was beautiful. beautiful. To live in a world where families can be so supportive of of their family members doing drag, yeah, it's it's so beautiful. It's, it's crazy. Like, I'm always dead fortunate with who I've got in my family. About as am I. I like I think some people forget how lucky they are to mm-hmm. have the love and support of their families because mm-hmm. not everyone does. Yeah. And you can tell Vic's very, very fortunate and yeah, very loved and supported. Very happy with that, with who they've got. And I kind of had a feeling that they do smash your pasty, but just I mean, he smashed it twice. Yeah, to actually see it happen on Boulevard, it was just so like shocking. Yeah, it, I didn't think we could be as shocked as we were uh-huh. the first time round, and it had the same, if not more, of an mm-hmm. effect. Boulevard has this rep- 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 reputation of being this ha- like high class, which it is expensive. Just every positive word you can think of venue. You 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 don't go to Boulevard to see shit like that. No, but as Rory so said it herself, glad. once a year Boulevard is bastardized into a community. Into a community so I just I think it was so clever and pun intended ballsy. Mm-hmm to do that on Boulevard City, but oh. Also necked on Ophelia on stage, that I wasn't expecting to see. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Just like being oh. at the Legata Noir. Oh, look at Vic giving all these nanas some action. <laughs> Isn't that nice of him? But, He's yeah, a giver, bless this him. Was, uh, this was my favourite Vic number. Yeah, it was my... But, mm, it's, it's, it's tied for the week five with the Disney week. Oh really? That that's. I mean, it was a great number. It's just not necessarily one that I would expect you to say. I it, no, no. It was just nice seeing that. From Vic yeah. And I like seeing, because I I I do like emotional numbers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, you know, they've done a lot for me in the past, so yeah. I like seeing other ones as well. But yeah, I think like them too. You know, what, maybe this one edges it out a tiny bit, but it's still very much up there. I think 
honestly, I think Vic should be so proud of his entire journey throughout Drag Idol and everything that he's presented on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll, in my opinion, will go down in history as one of the best Drag Idol entrants. Yeah, I completely agree. I think easily one of the best kings Newcastle sing mm-hmm. like, amongst so many amazing others. I want I want a king show. Yeah, I would love to I, see that. Well, I need a king show with the incredible kings that's come from Newcastle, and I think it's needed. I think it's it's about. It, I feel like it's time. Yeah, and it's. I mean, well, not only is it time, but it's well overdue. Yeah, I feel like it's obviously we haven't had a, a king in the finale as a solo act on Boulevard for, no. for a very long time, and it felt right. Yeah, the time was right. Obviously, we've had a lot of positive representation of winners in Drag Idol in recent years. Obviously, we had Frida mm-hmm. win, then Bonnie and Ben as a duo. Yeah. Even though the door was already open for Kings, I think... Yeah, there's been Kings throughout history in Drag Idol. opened it even further now. Mm-hmm. Like, the door's not even on the fucking hinges anymore. It's that open. Yeah. Kings are finally getting shown in the most positive light, and it's, it's incredible because Kings do not get their flowers as much as... Do, which mm-hmm. annoys me because it's like they put in just as much if not more effort and honestly i think i think kings are more like hilarious and clever than queens are like i really do like because half the shit that fucking ben thinks of and yeah. aaron and and uh, and Vic, like like i don't think a lot of queens could think of shit like that do you know what i mean like i think it's because partially because they have that added barrier they have to unfairly work harder yeah I agree. To be taken seriously as a drag artist. It's a shame, but again, the thick just knock this that season of Idol out of the fucking park. Really? He should be so proud of himself. So proud of himself. And we're recording this on Friday morning, and last night we had a little fundraising night at Oscars. Did, yes. And Vic did an amazing number about like just rounding off Drag Idol for mm-hmm. him. Sort of like, kind of a fuck you to sort of yeah. the maybe sort of harsher comments that were said mm-hmm. and that character that Vic used to once be and sort of finally got rid of that. Yeah. And it was it was an amazing number. A nice little storybook ending. Yeah, it was it was it was a pleasure to block. And I'm excited for a new open with Vic. Really am. So our final finalist was obviously Dildo. Mm-hmm. And they again chose their week two as yeah, well, I wasn't has. sure which one Dildo was going to go with, to be honest. Neither. I was... A part of me was hoping for the week four, the crazy lady, because I would have loved to see the rabbit, rabbit pie. And that was that was probably one of my favourites mm. that Dildo did, but I think it didn't land as well as some of their other numbers with right. the judges, which um, is probably why she didn't go with it. Yeah, that's fine. Dildo could have chosen anything. Literally, like... I sent a dildo after the semi-finals. I was they mentioned how you are literally like a fucking TV show. Imagine yeah. flicking through the channels uh-huh. and the, 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 the TV is the Boulevard screen. Yeah. And you're just flicking through the channels and it's all of Dildo's numbers. That would have been like a really like clever thing to use to judge critiques. And also say, I can't pick a best number because you're all fucking mint. That part. Because period. But period T. Period T Slay Queen. House six. Down Boots, Charlie XCX. What, 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 yeah, I'm dead down with the kids. What did Plastic say? Like, slap your mum, like, slap your mama. Was it fuck your mum, slap your pussy music? 
Fucking man slap me pussy in his head. Oh, I feel called out. Um, <laughs> you know. But yeah, they chose their week two with Scream. Indeed. With the Scream mask. And the whole narrative now was that she'd fallen in love. Yeah, so this face. wasn't a redo. Oh, this was oh. the sequel. Yeah. The this... sequel to her week two number, which yeah. is very clever. Mm-hmm. I get it's carrying on a narrative. And obviously we had a, a big appearance from one and only veggie stripper. Another yes. king from Newcastle. So Ghostface and Dildo had fallen in love, gotten married, yeah. had a little baby called Ghostina. Ghostina. <laughs> um, Dildo well, actually it... forgot the mask yeah. for Veggie, but I don't think it mattered, to be honest. I don't think it mattered. I, mean, I, I, I didn't massively notice it, to be honest. I noticed it initially, but because they're such electrifying performers, it, mm. it didn't matter. No. Once the initial... Oh, I forgot the last. Never mind. Yeah. Moving on. It wasn't an issue. I no. was just, okay. Like what? Because you knew exactly what yeah. was going on. The narrative was so clear. Uh-huh. And as like I didn't even notice the mask wasn't there until they mentioned it. Yeah, and yeah. That, to and mentioned it in such dildo fashion. Yeah. I forgot th- what what they were like. I... It was a it was a it was a character choice, not because I forgot yeah, the mask. Yeah. Winks. Ding. Hey, like clever little bastard they are. And so they start looking back on the memories and stuff, like, yeah, and they decide to do a bit of role play. Indeed, for all time's sake. For all time's sake, because they've had a burn and, you know, it's nice and spicy to the bedroom <laughs> afterwards. And they start going. So they started recreating their, their chase slash fight scene yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Had um, all of the camp yeah. slapstick humour in there, did the Matrix thing, mm. did the, the slaps, and they weren't missing it. Being, no. It was... It was so well done. Such good slapstick comedy. Yeah. And it, some people don't like it, but I'll, I love it. I love that cheesy Oh, shit. God, yeah. It's easy Just to laugh easy, at. easy, stupid shit. 100%. When they got to the slice and dice bit, like, mm-hmm. veggie slice dildo, and then started. This this was the, <laughs> one of the funniest parts. It's so many good gags in this year of Idol. Started pulling intestines out of dildo's asshole. Meanwhile, she was in doggy. <laughs> and veggie just pulling... Bill. intestines out of a ferrazzle and so this is why it's important in role play and in in sex play to always have a safe word because uh, ghostface yeah, may have gotten a little bit carried away and yeah. ended up killing killing dildo but were they dead layla no, no absolutely not it was all part of the role play all part of the role play dildo reveals another wig underneath the one she had on this like sparkly black dress underneath to, the sweater to a black and white wig yeah it was a very... full like rocker chick moment full rock chick moment and went into the new song from scream six yeah by Daniel lovato i believe and just had veggie as like a like a backup guitar player and dildo's just there just like rocking out and they were to lose the duca let them loose just like let loose i said let them don't get me started on the sale and stuff <laughs> just like go on for it i'm like work and then the i think this was the highlight of my had another gag in there this was the highlight of my entire night performance wise came out of the guitar smashed like a like a fake guitar smashed it on stage and the way that the glitter the, the confetti inside just blew everywhere it was fabulous the judges lost that shit literally like penny and plastic grabbed each other at the front again dildo just really thought about how's this gonna look on that stage and it, oh, 
it was just such a like it worked so again well. i don't know if she spot. practiced that gag because had that not worked it would have been shite yeah that's true kind of like when me and titania did the <laughs> it wasn't even a reveal we attempted to tip confetti over us it just fell out of the cup <laughs> in a clump it was diabolical Oh, but gosh. this this reveal and this gag worked so well and was just yeah. cherry on top of a beautifully executed number. Yeah, Tre- beautifully executed cake. Yeah, it was giving goosebumps yet again. Mm-hmm. It was so Such good. Such a good number. And I think kind of cemented Dildo in for the role that she gets. But we all get there. So throughout the final, and I've said this a few times. It really could have went to mm-hmm. any of them. And I would have been perfectly happy mm-hmm. with any of them. I'd give each of them 100 quid. Yeah. Or, well, actually, give each of them fucking 300 quid, let's be honest. But, I mean, if you want to fund that, that's not fine. I will not be partaking in that because I am skint. So, after the performances, we had a little break. And then before they went to announce the winner... We had a little throwback, you know, comeback moment with Bonnie and Ben, our winners last year. Winner, yeah, this is this is a tradition of the winners coming back to do to do one last number. Yeah, and there's and a I, bit of a send off before they're pushed out on an ice flume. <laughs> before they're chucked back downstairs and switch <laughs> in the basement. I think this was the best sort of winner comeback performance, like ever. Yeah, so Bonnie and Ben came back gloriously with probably what was one of their highlights of their yeah, and sort of did a, a re- redo mm-hmm. slash reboot slash sequel yeah. of Mostly Haunted Live. So if you watch Snatch Talk, as a lot of people probably have, uh, in the interview that they did with Velvet, um, they mentioned that they wanted to actually redo Mostly Haunted, not the Skill Disco, but obviously they'd just done it the week before, yeah. so it would have been too soon. But I think I'm actually glad they waited and did it this year because this wasn't a number. This wasn't a performance. This was a full fucking show. It really was. So before the number, they did a good five minute long intro video, taking them around Boulevard, introducing what the number was and what it was going to be about. And the fact that Miss Rory has become nice this year. And we need to find her evil spirit again and we get, get it back to her body. In the words of Derek Picona, get it back to her body. <laughs> see, I've like I've heard this track and video so much this like this past like two weeks that it's literally engraved in my in my brain. Incredible video filmed so and edited good. by uh TJ Marv, I Correct, believe, on yeah. Instagram. My God. It was perfect. Perfect, yeah. This was like BBC level. Edited. It really was. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, With some above GCSE level acting. Oh, fully. <laughs> I mean, the highlight in the number was Bonnie just screaming, Oh, Derek, make contact! Posh, Derek! Or even, Posh! Posh! One of my, my favourite moments. It was such a throwaway moment, but it was just when Bonnie has a vacuum and just like, Oh, fuck! What was that? Oh yeah, it was it was when like someone flushes the toilet in the cube because they're in the cube. Phantom flushes. Phantom flushes, and she just goes, "Oh, fuck! What was that?" It was so. It's funny. very dark. Very dark. <laughs> very cold. Oh my god! And when as well, it's like, and of course I'm joined by Derek, and the camera just pans to Ben, just like <laughs> just dead panning. Dead panning. It was on these and he's a two medium in a and small in some shops. shops. Oh, I just. <laughs> I love these two. 
they, so they brilliant. Really and, just, I mean, last year, last, they already proved why they won last yeah. year, but they really just went, oh, no, no, no. We're going to remind you. We're going to remind you, absolutely. And I think this will go down in what in Drag Idol for one of the best performances ever. Like, the judges were gobsmacked. And... Right, but so I was, because obviously Miss Rory featured quite heavily in this oh, number, yeah, and yeah. Um, so once they'd made contact with Miss Rory's spirit, uh-huh. the, the evil spirit of Miss Rory, mm-hmm. it transitioned into their performance on Beautiful, stage. Like, seamlessly as well. Like, yeah. It had that sort of, like, muffly muffled screen. Like the static on the Sc- screen. Yeah. And then the evil vision of Miss Rory appears on screen. It was like in front of a purple wall with like loads of photos of past like queer icons and Ophelia, Plastic, and Penny like in all the black and white photos and all. It was so funny, just intricately, cleverly done, and the visuals again done by Tom, yeah, TJ Moore, and just the way he manages to do that. I know it made Miss Rory so as Bonnie and Ben were dancing on stage. Mm-hmm. Miss Rory's eyes were following them, yeah, like across the across the stage. There was just like so many little details that just oh, it was just perfect. Like I Tom, was living. Tom is uh, the public singer and MXYM's boyfriend, and imagine being in a couple that talented. I know. I'd feel like fucking hell. Yeah, just dog shit in comparison. Yeah, no, that's sad for us. So, so again with the number like classic Bonnie and Ben choreography. Yeah, with popular songs. Popular like dance like dance party songs. So just went with the slapstick comedy mm-hmm. and it, the narrative was now they need to they've made contact with Miss Rory's evil spirit. Now they need to defeat her. Defeat it and get and get it back to her body so Rory Rory can get back to her normal self. And she was breathing fire at them and they had pyrotechnics yeah. timed perfectly. It was just mm-hmm. magical. And obviously, how, how she was too strong. How could they defeat Miss Rory? Miss mm-hmm. Rory's evil spirit, Layla. How could they possibly do it? Augie, Augie, Augie. Oh, oh, oh. And, and then when they finally defeated her, she's like, oh no, my perfect world. From the soundbite from, from Wizard of Oz of the Wicked Witch melting. And her I, I face on the screen melts. was melting. I clocked Miss Rory in this moment, mm-hmm. and when I tell you I've never seen her laugh like it, it was literally that laughing where you throw your head back, cackling. Yeah. She was howling, and it, that just made it all the more perfect. Yeah. Like, of course, Rory was going to love her. Like, it was kind of like a love, a bit, I guess, maybe a bit of a love letter to her, to be honest. Yeah. She's a lovely girl. She is, absolutely. <laughs> So after they defeated the evil spirit of Miss Rory, yeah, there was even a more evil spirit. A side opened. There's even more evil spirits to deal with. Evil spirits appearing, and uh, free free ghosts, free ghosts appeared on stage, around, Layla. Yeah. Just all in, in white, all dressed in white, white clothes, just running around. They run to the front and they're doing a little wiggle. And and then there was a, rave- a reveal. <laughs> the ghostly costumes were cascaded across the stage. And who did we see? It were me, Skanky and Stacey. The, Boom. The pro of the finalists from 2022. It was so lovely. Like, when Bonnie asked, like, asked us to do it, it was, like, she could have just gotten, like, because Bonnie and Ben have connections. They know yeah. dancers. Like, they know people that can do the shit. But to ask me, Skanky and Stacey, like, it, it really meant a lot to us because it still shows that, like, yes, we're, like, we haven't all been, like, sort of proper close in this last year. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I live with Bonnie now, but it was nice to sort of 
that Bonnie and Ben wanted to give this full circle moment. Yeah, and rekindle how special it was for you guys. Yeah. And obviously just bring it back. And it from the crowd, it really translated as that. It was a, it was a lovely, beautiful moment and a nice way for you all to sort of tie off yeah. your drag idol experiences. Yeah. It, was, it was it was lovely. It was so much fun. And... You finished the number death dropping all of you oh, of course it was so calm i mean i it, i didn't think it would take me four days to learn it cultivate like but, you know, <laughs> but I, honestly like i'm very glad i got it on, on the video you can't see this little like footwork we do because i'm pretty sure i got it wrong because i literally i struggle so yeah, I, footwork. I didn't know it thank fuck for that but yeah it was it was just really lovely like we we went in for rehearsals earlier that day me Skanky, stacy and uh ben and bonnie and um yeah, we were all in during rehearsals. It was really fun. We were all just like, that's so long. It was like, it, it felt like a little sort of like family reunion for a little yeah. bit. It was lovely. And then at the end, because it was to I Will Survive and all just ended in a big drop. More pyrotechnics. More pyrotechnics. And it was, it was so much and fun. And if I wasn't already standing, I would have given it a standing ovation. It was marvellous. Yeah. I take I... me lashes off to all five of you because yeah well great. obviously mainly Bonnie and Ben because I mean like that they worked so hard oh yeah yeah, yeah. and but to, to ask us to be in their final moments was it was kind of similar really in what Vic did it was just nice that people are willing to get yeah to give a little bit of what is their moment mm-hmm. to other people as well yeah I met a lot and again hugely two of my favorite numbers so over the past year, whenever I'm having a little bit of a, a shitty day mm-hmm. or a down moment, I go back and I watch the final of Drag Idol 2022 right. because I love all of the numbers that the finalists did mm. and they always cheer me up. Okay. And another one that is now added to that is this number this one. Yeah. Of, of all of you performing. But it just, it, from the crowd, it just made me smile. It yeah. made me laugh. It it just made me have a good time. Yeah, and that, I think that's what Bonnie and I showed my mum it. Yeah, like my actual mother. Yeah. And one, she pointed you. She was like, "Eva's Leah," and I was like, "Yes, ma'am, <laughs> yeah. it is." And I, Hi, mom. <laughs> and she was just like, "Eva, that clever, aren't they?" <laughs> just such a mom response, yeah, but yeah, funny. but uh, yeah, it was just a dead nice moment and. Uh, I can't wait to see more from Bonnie and Ben as well. I know. And it was lovely to have them back together on stage again. Because Ben did not die, No, he didn't die. And they they spoke about the rumours. They haven't broke up. No. Ben has been, like, literally killing the theatre game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... He's done multiple shows. It annoys me when people... This was mainly after, just, like, in sort of months just after our year of Idol. When people are like, oh, what, so has Ben just quit drag with the... It's just like just because you're not doing drag on the scene, literally, mean you, like you've disappeared off the face of the earth. Because he's busy. Ben hasn't just fucked off to like an office job or some of that. Ben's been doing full theatre productions, stage managing, and doing... he's laid the groundwork for a PhD. Literally, yeah. Ben's we we love what we do, but he's it. like he's doing his own thing, and that's amazing. Literally, and still in the world of theatre performance and. It, yeah, it's still fucks, it fucks still me giving people. to the world creatively. Absolutely, and it just it fucks me off when people are like, "Oh, he's just fucked up." Shut up! What do you know? <laughs> shut up and drink your corn, <laughs> But yeah, honestly, just thank you, Bonnie and Ben, for I know that, thank you for that number. That number it was, it was sensational. 
I think the highlight of the of the entire night, honestly, like that. But no, I just think because even watching it back, even if I wasn't in it, I still would have. They're just such a force, and such magic happens when they're on stage together. Those minds are very, very good together. And then next, it was time to announce the winner. It was all of of the contestants returned to stage. Got that. Got that moment. That Mm. little. That little smile and wave. Was there any looks that? You know, people turn that you want to give a little shout out to. I do indeed. I mean, satin sucked. Strolling onto oh. stage in their non binary finery, looking like a. Just gender fuckery. Gender. It was just. It was Lee Barry. It was just. It was cloaked. It was, it was magic. The non binary colours dripping down the back of my face. And a little throwback to their non binary performance. Yeah. Saturn, if you do not know, Saturn has formed, and I called it, uh, I called it. You did, I yeah. saw it and I was like, this, if it hasn't happened, it needs to happen. <laughs> Saturn has now formed House of Addict. Obsessed, literally obsessed. Which, so in my opinion, some of the most fabulous queer people oh, on literally. the scene. Like, not necessarily drag queens, but no. like. Just... I mean, it's a stone for a wheel, let's be real. They're a lash and a wig away. That's very true. But. Oh, that it just it, and there's a photo of them out there as well, the four of them, and it's just like it this makes so makes much sense, absolute sense. It's just perfect. It's it's incredible, but um, I think Mercury looked gorge and as that, always, that rip dress on top of the, the sequin. A little throwback to their Nemo performance. Oh God, yeah. Was it an intentional throwback? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was uh, it? I was chatting to Mercury about it, and uh, Nemo Nemo is dead. Nemo is dead. She's, <laughs> she's literally ripped to fucking shreds. <laughs> Um, I think my gorgeous baby Cherry. I think she, she looked beautiful. beautiful. Um, they all look gorgeous. Oh, they all looked incredible. But I mean, not also. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, go for it. I was just gonna say, not only, not necessarily the look being a standout for me, uh, uh in regards to this person, but Olyra walked onto stage and got a huge crowd reaction. Yeah. The look was pedestrian, but yeah, the but reaction yeah. was everything. Yeah. But sorry, back to Cherry. I was just gonna say the wig was. Gorgeous. Like Cherry's getting Did she do that one herself? Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Cherry's yes. getting very fucking good at hair and Isn't she's very good at that. Like I said, the sculpted, the yeah. the swirly, the stone. Like she's getting very good. Like she's incredible at doing shit like that. And I want her to do one of her punk styles mm, for me. Yeah. A lot of people have got that. Cherry's just Yeah, a lot of people have got it, but uh not everyone is the punk princess of Newcastle. I did not coin that phrase, that was by someone else. Who, who, who mentioned that? Um, I think it was... I don't know, I'm blanking. Don't mind. But someone I mean, said I mean, Most people have said it. Period, though. I think Cherry looked gorgeous. Costa looked very classic. Yes, gorgeous as gorgeous. well. Gorgeous. Phoebe looked beautiful. Yeah, Phoebe looked gorgeous. Uh, Vic again. looked so handsome. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, oh, my, oh, yeah, my man looked like, okay. good. Oh, mm. I was damned. As I'm sure there was many, okay. pod- many puddles on that floor. Oh, yeah, most likely. I mean... He's my brother-in-law, technically, but I, you know, I still get a bit damp when I see him. Aria looks I was going to say, Aria I want that hair. Yeah. Not usually what I'd go for, but oh, the way the was it, was she wearing foxtails? Yeah. What the fuck? A gorgeous purple gown, and the and she had her black tears yeah. on her face because obviously she didn't make the top three, but and it was, it was just a nice little like. Yeah, all of the finals looked looked gorgeous. Ruby looked yeah. beautiful. Yeah, Ruby was. Dildo right. looked gorgeous. Yeah. Well, Simple yeah. but stunning. Yeah. And that Dildo doesn't need like these big 
No, oh, that's blood. not what I want from no, Dildo. No. I want I want full Dildo Cadbury. Yeah, me too. But yeah, just a lot of looks turned as well. Like like I said, a lot of non-contestants, people in the audience looked sensational as well. I'll just list a few. Bonnie, Kylie, Gloria. Mm, the House of Cunny. The whole entire House of Cunny, as to be expected. Titania looked Titania stunning. looked beautiful. Just so many people, just so many. Yeah. Ivy looked people. gorgeous. Oh, in that Captain America moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frida was there in full Taylor Swift regalia. Yeah, Risqué was fabulous. Donna Yeah, setting old, like, Hollywood glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just so the, the Met Gala, it was, it was, it was incredible. The winner mm-hmm. of Drag Idol 2023 is... Dildo! Dildo. Oh, God, <laughs> it makes me so happy! It just, it, it seems so correct. Like we've said, any, any three of them, any four of them even just would have made an incredible winner, but it's just something's just so nice about Dildo winning, because mm-hmm. not only are they such a fucking sweetheart, but the talent is there. So the, talented. And it's such a beautiful the star, full circle moment. Like the X Factor's there, if you know what I mean? Like yeah. it makes so much sense. It does. A worthy winner in all regards. I said absolutely. it. Any one of them could have took it, but Dildo absolutely deserved it. Mm-hmm. She was she was amazing on the night. And I'm I'm very, very proud of her. She asked me uh, the other night. Did I get emotional when the result was announced? And I did. I did. I'll, I'll admit it. I got emotional. Yeah. I saw her reaction on stage. Started to get misty eyed because it was just. It was a. It was a beautiful, full circle moment. She spoke very honestly about how she dropped out of last year because of mm-hmm. personal issues, but also because she just didn't believe in herself mm-hmm. that she deserved to be in the competition. Yeah. And look where you are, girl. Literally, you're the winner. You're a winner, baby. Like, I wasn't actually out the front during the announcement. I was still backstage getting changed back into my gown. Um, even though I was literally, I was like, yanking it. I was like, I want to get back out there. And they announced it backstage, and I kind of just had, like, I just had, like, a, like a gentle sigh. I was like, oh, I, I got goosebumps again. It was almost like a relief, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, I felt like... That deep breath, and then the... I was like, and then dildo, I was like, oh. A few, a, a lot of people got quite emotional in the audience. Well, like Pia yeah. was fucking crying as well because a lot of us have known Dildo for yeah. a while. Like, like Pia's, especially known the twenty twenty two girls. Like we all yeah. were so proud. But not only was she doing it for herself, it was kind of like mm-hmm. she she'd done it a little bit for our year as well, and really proved just how good yeah. our year was. And now in our twenty twenty two group chat, we now have four winners in that group chat. We have Dildo as the winner this year, Bonnie and Ben from last year, mm-hmm. and Lavender Love as an MX drag winner. Yes, correct, we do. And, I mean, depending on how, you know, uh, things go for me, I could yeah, fingers be crossed. there as well. But don't have mentioned that I'm doing MX. No, you haven't. I'm... Is this your official announcement on the podcast, Layla? Yeah. You're a finalist in MX drag. You know, this year, in 2023, I'm, I'm really nervous, I'm really, but I'm really excited, though. If you ask correct, girl, you are going to... You're going to smash it. And if we can do anything on here, if we can do anything on the scene, yeah, we will do it. If you need any help, I, I am absolutely Thank there you. in your corner because I believe in you wholeheartedly. Thank you, Tal. And I've got a few things planned, um, a few fundraisers here and there. Because a big part, like, for those who don't know, a big part of MX is about, you know, the fundraising and raising money for charity and absolutely and um, like it's it is a drag pageant but it's not about the look like it's, yeah, it's, it's like more about 10% it's the look yeah it's less about the 
the crown and more about it's what you do what you do with yeah her. absolutely and i've got loads of things planned the charities are really good this year and once again it's charlie and carter and i think there's some other ones in there as well so yeah i'll be posting more about it on my social media and stuff uh, in the coming weeks but yeah i'm really excited for it but back to dildo well done Dot. i'm, well I'm, done. I'm so, so happy proud. i can't so wait to see what she does with i know i with. can't wait i'm hoping for that first cabaret show oh i, really I, I want dildo to, and i want a one-woman show front row front row t- seats front row tickets and if anyone takes that front row seat i'll i'll rip them out of the chair they're gonna get that side <laughs> So, Chris made an announcement um, at the end. So, it's time for another All Stars. Mm-hmm. But to my, Not in the way to that my dismay, and um, <laughs> a lot of other people's dismay. Yeah. yeah. It's not All Stars 2, it's an All Winners. Yeah. Which, I mean, the judges didn't even know about it. No. Like, R- what was it Roy said at Monology? Literally. <laughs> like, not only was the entirety of the room shocked the winners had not like had no idea about it no and neither did the judges no one had a clue except chris was he just flipping through the diary on the night and was like oh yeah this will work i'll announce it tonight yeah like (laughs) i i don't know i'm i'm skeptical because i don't know if a lot of the winners want to do it i don't know if a lot of them i mean have the interest personally speaking had i won it's not something that I would have wanted to do. No, I think you've like you've won your crown. You've won it. Like it's, like it's, don't throw the dice again. Yeah, it's it's like all stars, all winners with Drag Race. Like I was surprised that even happened. Cause yeah, yeah. It's it's a guy that people winners will come back. I don't know. It 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 seems like it's a competition for bragging rights. It, yeah, a bit. Well, I feel that kind of. I mean, that's kind of what all stars is, isn't it? I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, to come back and, like, prove that you deserve the crown or that you were a worthy contender, but also it is for that, like, eternal bragging rights. For me, I just think All Stars would, on its own would have been a better option because yeah. there's so many people on the scene who want to do it mm-hmm. and who want that second chance. Yeah. So the last All Stars wasn't... It was back in 2019, and... The caliber up until then was was still it was it was progressively getting better and better, mm-hmm. but I think not was, necessarily where it is now. No, and I think having it then was fine, but now with the caliber of dragon, so many people like continuing to to be excellent and getting even more great. I think I think we should have an all stars every maybe four years. Yeah, I'd I like think to that would that. make sense, and then maybe doing all winners in like maybe five or six years. When there's more winners who are sort of have had their time as a winner and want to come back and show, or you know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. I just think an All Stars 2 is more. I think it would have been better to see it. Yeah. yeah. But, but not, we'll, not up to us. We'll see what happens. Yeah. If, if none of the winners want to do it, I'm sure Chris will turn it into an All Stars 2. You never know. Fingers crossed, Chris, I am available. If I was to do All Stars, I wouldn't go back to win. I would love to win, but I don't think I would. Mm. I just want to just get on that show stage how again. I've grown, yeah, and get on that stage again because my God, is it? It's it's such a it's comeback. a beast in itself, isn't yeah. It? And I don't think there'd be two Layla's in a row winning All Stars. <laughs> I think we've been Oh, as well, and Layla Sphinx is going to be Danny that's right, Pazer. yes, Danny Pazer. as well, it, which is that feels right, feels to me. so correct. If there was going to be someone 
yeah one from the drag out of final but one someone from the scene that she's really yeah she's she's the one she's yeah. congrats on that girl yeah. like good for absolutely you. amazing and such a lovely person oh such a sweet heart and it's i always, talent. whenever i see her i'm always like oh look it's the better layla house <laughs> but no i even i even acknowledge that trust me drag idol's over i know when they were doing their final uh their final thoughts the the judges we did get a little, little shout out. Oh yeah, we did. A little thanks from Miss Rory yeah. for the work that we've we've done on yeah. the podcast. Uh, she thanked Velvet and then she thanked yeah, us, and that was a very sweet moment. Yeah, I'm sure. it, meant, it meant a lot. There's a picture somewhere of me crying because I've, oh. I've been a right weepy bitch yeah, this, this season. A highly emotional yeah. one. We'd half me crying's been because of how well Cherry's done, and I've been so proud of her. You know, when, she, when, when, I, when I see her smashing it, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so fucking proud of her. And then when she gets off stage, I'm just like, I'm so proud of you. I'm just like a hugger. And she's like, no, stop, because I'll start crying. I'm like, oh, fucking shut up, let me no, cry. Everyone's emotional messes. Yeah, but it, but... That was just, it was so lovely because she didn't have to do that. She, no, she, she didn't. It was just, it was nice. And again, the, the response that we've had from so many people yeah. has really, it's not why we started this, no. but it, it's made it worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it. It, people have told us that it brightens their days, but mm-hmm. brightens our days as well. Absolutely, because we, we get to get, do this get together. Get to spend time together as well, yeah. that's just lovely. Yeah, Strangel is over now, but I can't wait to get into just like just normal topics and just like yeah. just have just normal conversations, like not necessarily about drag, but like still involves drag. And I'm sure it'll always, in some way, result in us talking about our experience as drag queens because we yeah. spe- like we this this is an existence that we live and it's, it's part of our our queer existence so 100%. i'm sure it'll always be a talking point but i'm excited to talk about it so am i so expect some guests on soon any li- um any listeners out there if there's a particular topic that you would like to hear yes us talk please about, do. what i'll do is i'll put a poll on my instagram of what I'll they would like to hear i'll ask what people want not only what they want to hear about like topics and stuff mm-hmm. I'll ask them who they'd like on the yeah, podcast as well. Yeah. Absolutely, but uh, it's been another long, another long episode. But from now on, they shouldn't be as long. Just fingers crossed. We say that. Yeah, but we we like to have around, <laughs> don't we? Well, thank you everyone so much for your support over over these episodes. It really means the world. And a huge congratulations to everyone involved in Drag Idol, the contestants, the judges. Thank you, Chris, for making this happen. Honestly, like couldn't do it without him. He's, he's an amazing guy. It's been a joy. We hope to see you next time. Out, Out of the rain, rain. and under the, the brolly. Bye, bye. bye. bye.